everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad to be with you today. Very nice spring afternoon in northern Nevada. Having lots of fun traveling from some of the small communities to another small community. Recently, I've been to Ely Elko, Winnemucca. Before too long, you're going to find me in Fallon, Fernley, Minden, Gardnerville, Carson City. You know, they're all really close to northern Nevada's main urban centers, Reno and Sparks. And while a lot of people are challenged being able to find a home to buy, a home that's in your price range, a home that likes the amenities that you have, tough in the metro areas of Reno Sparks. As you look out to some of the smaller communities, though, you might find better opportunities. Sure, if you've already set your mind on living in Reno and Sparks, you may not be crazy about thinking about moving to another town, but really they're so close. Fernley is about half an hour away. Yarrington, an hour away. Carson City from Reno Sparks, about half an hour away. Minden Gardnerville, 45 minutes away. You know, a lot of people drive further than that to work in the big metro areas, right in the same city. I previously lived in Phoenix. I also lived in Tucson and in Denver. And let me tell you, to go from one side of the city to the other can take you sometimes more than an hour. In traffic during the rush hours, even more. So consider this. Small communities not only offer more opportunities sometimes to find the home that you're looking for, but also better price and in many cases, a different kind of lifestyle, something that you might like for your family, if you've got kids, or for your family, if you're going kids, or even for yourself. A lot of great, cool things out there. We're going to talk about some of the uh, amenities that these small communities have that I've visited recently. Later on the show, we're also talking today with Brian Cushing. Brian is a senior loan officer with Guild Mortgage here in northern Nevada. Uh, Brian and I are going to be talking about the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. They literally came in just a few minutes ago. So we're going to look at the first quarter and March 2019 results, along with some opportunities and some knowledge for you to consider if you're looking to get a mortgage to buy a home, that and more after this quick message. International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for joining our program today. My name is Peter Padilla, your host, and I'm pleased to help people accomplish their goals of either home ownership, moving up to a bigger home, maybe downsizing to a smaller home. We do that by helping people connect with the right individuals, the right type of businesses to help make it all happen. It always takes a great realtor to put a transaction together because somebody has to be in charge of the sales aspect. You know, we never talk about sales much, but the reality is nothing in the world would happen without good sales. People have to convey a great idea, a great process, or a great way of living. And it might be living in a newer home or an older home, a bigger house, a smaller house. Everybody seems to need change in their lives depending on when they are in their lives. So it's only natural that people are moving around at any given time of the day, month, year. Typically, although, we know that most people decide to make moves uh, when they have young families because their kids are growing and they need different accommodations. And then the school year causes a lot of timing issues as well. People don't want to move mid-school year because the kids might be changing schools. Um, they want to do that in the summertime, and that's when the peak is happening in real estate all across the country. No different here in northern Nevada. Before summertime, though, if you find the right deal, it could be the time to engage and make a deal happen in real estate. With the challenging market we have now, it's all about availability. Finding a home and maybe making an offer, buying the house before somebody else takes it, snatches it up. There are so many people coming from outside of Nevada to our fine state to take advantage of the great things that we love about Nevada. The outdoors, the cost of living, the tax ratios, and, you know, great people in northern Nevada. And that's what I want to talk about on this segment of the radio show is the people involved 
in real estate transactions. You know, for many, many years, it seems like, maybe a dozen or so, a company called Zillow has been putting out tons and tons of information about home values, properties all across the country. Sometimes you even see pictures of the property. And they do it all to be good citizens, apparently, because they don't charge people to visit the Zillow website. But if you have an advertising knack or sense or mind like we do here at Nevada Real Estate Radio, we know that many times things are offered, especially on the internet, for free so that access can be accomplished. In essence, when you visit a website, there's a little file that they hang on to that they know that your computer was visiting that website. Now they can maybe target you with some ads for some related products in the world of real estate. Could be maybe a new roof, some awnings, windows, insurance, cars. I mean, you get the picture. When you visit websites, there's a very good reason that they uh, follow you around, and that's because they're programmed to do that. So many things that you find for free on the internet are really there. They're just like lost leaders to help the provider of that service, that website service, get access to you and your data and then sell you and sell you and sell you until you buy something. Well, that's the way it is with this company called Zillow. And Zillow has been out there for many, many years, as I say, giving information about real estate values and home prices in the different areas of the state, the country. Much to the chagrin of many real estate professionals – people that are in the know about what's really happening with real estate values. Here is the issue that I hear from many people in the real estate world. If a consumer decides that they're wanting to buy a house, they'll go sometimes to Zillow.com. And when they go there, they'll look around for some of the available properties, some of the prices, and they'll see a home that they like, and they'll call the agent that's listed next to that property. And on More often than not, when the realtor talks to that prospect, they have some very disappointing news for that prospect, like that house is already sold, or maybe it's already in contract, or maybe that house was pulled off the market, the price has changed. So many things happen so fast in the world of real estate that you cannot keep up with it minute by minute like a stock market ticker tape. It just doesn't work that way. What you need is you need people that are deep in the industry, top real estate professionals, have an eye on all of the numbers that are happening pretty much in real time. And they also know what's happening that you cannot see on the numbers. You cannot see from stats. You see, real estate is a people business. It's about one person talking to another person. Do you know that sometimes real estate sells for less than the asking price? It can. Sometimes it sells for more than the asking price, but you wonder why would it sell for less than the asking price? Well, if the seller knows about the buyer or the buyer's family, that could have an impact. If the seller knows that there's going to be a specific use for the real estate that maybe has a social impact, a nonprofit impact, the seller might decide to take a little less money. They might get some tax benefits by selling it to a nonprofit. I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not a CPA. But trust me, when you talk to your tax advisor, you ask him these questions and you might find that it's advantageous to work with organizations that are nonprofits. But as I'm saying, you can always adjust your price up and down deciding depending on what the instance and the use of the of the real estate is going to be. You won't know that until you talk to somebody. And in most cases, you're talking to the real estate professional. If that person is a top real estate pro, they're going to give you all of the benefits, all of the advice, all the guidance that you need to make your own good decision. If they're not a very good real estate agent, they're probably going to try to get you to do what they want for their own benefit. But you don't really know about that so many times especially when you're dealing with somebody strictly on a digital basis. Look, when I buy shoes, when I buy hats sometimes, I go on the internet. I don't go downtown because my timing isn't right or I can't get the product I want right at these local stores, whatever the reason. 
you know, it's a relatively inexpensive purchase. I'm not going to get burned on a hat or a pair of shoes. But a real estate transaction, hundreds of thousands of dollars, that's a whole different situation. You need to deal with somebody that you know and somebody that you absolutely trust. You want to make sure they don't take you down the wrong path. Real estate pros make their money on commission when they do their work, when they sell or help people buy homes. But a good real estate pro is not going to do that if it's the wrong deal for you, the consumer. They value their reputation. They value the opportunity of maybe doing another transaction with you down the road, providing this one goes well. An inexperienced real estate professional many times just needs to get a sale done fast so that they can look good and move on to the next one. It's a numbers game for many of the new people because they have very little transaction activity. A seasoned pro, on the other hand, they've got activity for a very good reason. Their reputation is good. People trust them. They have a lot of people referring business to them. And that only happens with time in the box. You have to have a great reputation when you're a real estate professional. The same is true, really, for mortgage professionals, very much in tandem. They do a different part of the process, but the same rules apply. I recommend always dealing with somebody local, somebody that you know, somebody that you trust, somebody that has a lot of years in the business. Because the more years that a real estate pro, a mortgage pro has in the business, the less likely they're being pressured to do a deal quick just to get established. And they're going to do the deals right because that's how they've been in the business for as many years as they have been. You've got somebody with 5, 10, 15, 20 years or more of experience in real estate or mortgage. Holy cow, you've got somebody that really knows what they're doing. They've been through the ups and the downs, and they know how their work impacts the lives of the consumers that they've worked for and their families too. You absolutely have to deal with somebody local. I'm telling you, when you're dealing with big, big money like a real estate transaction, Make sure that you're dealing with the right real estate professional and the right mortgage professional. Speaking of a mortgage professional, my guest today is Brian Cushing. Brian is a senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage, one of the top mortgage companies in northern Nevada. He's going to talk to us about the mortgage world in real estate after this message. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. I'm still excited about the people that are joining me in becoming owners of SunTech Solar Screening. Sounds like a little deal, solar screens for your windows, for your doors. But it's huge when it comes to enjoying the inside of your home in that hot, hot summer. You know, last year was the coolest I had been in this home in a number of years because we got SunTech Solar Screening. Those homes that have SunTech solar screening that face the south toward the sun, you can cut up to 90% of the heat and it will no longer come into your big living room windows like I have. I've got 24 windows. Cooler and more comfortable thanks to SunTech solar screening is what I am. And here's a special deal. 
springtime is the best time to get SunTech solar screening because you avoid the summer rush. And trust me, when it gets over 100 degrees, SunTech Solar Screen's phone lights up like a Christmas tree in July. If you call now, you'll get a 10% discount. They've got time. You'll be ready to go when heat comes in. Call Daryl, the owner of SunTech Solar Screens, for a free estimate. 352-9396. 352-9396. Or visit the website, solarscreensofreno.com, and tell them Peter Padilla sent you. With me in the studio, Brian Cushing. Brian's a senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage. Welcome to our show, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to see you here, Brian. Springtime is when people start to gear it up for buying homes and also for getting a mortgage. I would still say that most people that buy homes, especially when you look at the price range that we're in, they're financing those homes. Interest rates are really attractive on a mortgage. And with the prices being what they are, I would imagine most people want to keep as much cash as they can in their bank accounts or wherever they have it, and then get a mortgage so that they can keep their payments uh, managed and not have to tie up all their cash. I bet more people are contacting you as the weather gets warmer. Absolutely. We're getting busy right now. That's a, it's a, it's a good feeling. It's been a cold winter. It's been a cold winter, uh, and I would think the skiers are in a great mood. <laughs> you, well. remember, you remember during the drought? Come springtime, skiers were in a crappy mood because they had been, well, they'd been without skiing all winter, and uh, there's a lot of happy faces out there. In fact, I know a number of realtors that spent a lot of their time prospecting at Mount Rose on two boards. I don't know how they do it, but they tell me it works, right? Yeah, they're, they're, you can meet a lot of people from outside the area, which that's not a bad spot to prospect. That's right. It really is. You get to see the locals, but you get to visit with the out-of-town prospects, and I've always found that... Uh, conversations in the lift chair can sometimes lead to good things, at least good friendships, because you've spent about 15, 20 minutes on that on that uh, lift chair with other writers, maybe that you haven't met or you're just getting to know for the first time. It's pretty good to have an elevator speech, or in this case, a ski lift speech about the region. Why don't you tell us and tell our listeners, Brian, why you like living in northern Nevada? Well, I mean, I... I the skiing is one of the primary reasons. I mean, the having the seasons here and enjoying the the weather. Well, in a not very short period of time here, you'll be able to go skiing and wakeboarding in the same afternoon. Yeah, and that's something. And if you have family, you have family in, in northern Nevada. Oh yeah, we've been out enjoying the snow. Uh, we uh, especially with the little ones try to stay out and uh, do some more snowshoeing. Mm-hmm. Oh, snowshoeing! I love that. Yeah. yeah, took them up to Mount Rose recently, and that's, I mean that was. I guess it was only a couple weeks ago, so I'm sure it'll be a little uh, lower now. But you know, the snow level was above my vehicle. I've got mm. an SUV. I mm-hmm. parked there, and I have to climb up above the top of the the roof of the car to get to like just start hiking out to Chickadee Ridge. Oh yeah, that's really really a cool place. Some of the most beautiful views are on snowshoes because that particular hike you're talking about uh, it leads you toward Lake Tahoe from. Uh, the parking lot just above Mount Rose Highway, and it's a, it's always a crowd pleaser when I there are friends from out of town. Last people I took came to visit me from Texas, and they were talking about uh, the hills in Texas and how much fun it is to hike <laughs> on those hills. I think they're like a hundred foot high, um, <laughs> and you get them out to Mount Rose, and my gosh, it's just like a wonderland. It was really, really a fun time. I recommend that to anybody. Uh, it's low impact, and you don't have to be ultra-coordinated to snowshoe like you do to ski. Uh, so if you're risk-averse, uh, maybe you just don't want to go fast, snowshoeing is a great way to do that. And uh, I, I'm glad you reminded me about that, Brian. I think there's still a little bit of time for me to get up there. I'm going to do it. Oh, you should. It's uh, There's plenty of time. I think we're going to have snow up there until about June or July. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Hey, I had a chance to visit with your... Uh, website. I'm taking a look at it right now, in fact, as we're chatting. Uh, very nice. You have a lot of good uh, testimonials there from people that you work with. And, you know, it's really a people business, the mortgage business, Brian. I, I'm hearing about, uh, let's face it, there's a big company called Zillow. I mean, give me oh, a break. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're like the 3,000-pound gorilla that's trying to buy or sell a home with a gorilla, trying to do a mortgage with a gorilla. You know, they're big, they're bad, they're bold, but the fact is, I don't live around any gorillas. I like to deal with people that are local to me. Uh, share with us the value of dealing with somebody that is from our local community when it comes time to do something so serious like buying a home. Yeah, I find the Zillow thing very interesting. So, yeah, you can uh, click here 
it's like the Amazon effect. You want to just click and buy right now. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I don't see how you can get around is you, to click and buy a house is how you get yourself into all kinds of a world of hurt. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the real estate professionals, they need to be able to come out and see and, and know the local market. I mean, I, I've used, uh, I almost have daily have to bring up that, that website with uh, clients, especially already homeowners. We're having a few conversations over refinancing right now with a little bit of a dip in interest rates. And, you know, folks uh, tell me their home is worth such and such on Zillow. Mm -hmm. And uh, the bottom line is that's not what the appraiser looks at. And uh, that local knowledge is what you get with a local professional. Like you know, we, we don't hire appraisers from outside the area. We hire an appraiser to go out and see the house and go look at comparable homes in the neighborhood that, mm -hmm. that are side by side. They're not going to be an exact comparable, but they've, they've got a – that appraiser is bringing the knowledge that they have about the local market and the trends. If the last home hasn't sold for six months, how do you value compare the home from six months ago to today? Mm -hmm. Uh, so same thing in the real estate profession. I mean, having somebody with the local knowledge, like I, I, this this couple in particular on a refinance, the I estimate their appraisal would be ten to fifteen thousand dollars lower than what they thought it was on Zillow, which was the difference between them taking their mortgage insurance and removing it, or whether or not they'd have to maintain mortgage insurance on a new loan, which yeah. is the whole point. That's what they wanted to get rid of. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So just trying to do the right thing for your local. Brethren, I mean, that's. Yeah. I think that's where it comes comes down to. Uh, whereas, you know, another number. This is kind of gets into the big bank conversation too. If you're just another number, who cares? And exactly. uh, I think in the local community, we all care about the people around us, and we want to see this uh, be a successful community, and we don't want to see it fall back in in the real estate decline that we had. A, 10 years ago. You really got to know what's going on in the local real estate market if you're looking to help anybody buy or sell a home. Uh, and it takes constant effort to keep up with the new information, the new guidelines and nuances of the real estate community. And that's people that are in it every single day. If you try to do that because you're an auto mechanic or you're a retail checker or you have an own store, whatever your business is, if it's other than real estate and mortgage and you try to do that like you do everything else, Good luck because you may think you're going to be able to do a great job, but if that's not what you do every day, uh, you're not really honed for that skill. And now more than ever, you've got to be skilled if you're looking to buy or sell or finance real estate because there are so many pitfalls. Uh, I encourage people to talk with a local individual that you can maybe run into at the grocery store. You might run into somebody at a sporting event. But people that need to value and that need to protect their reputations and grow their reputation are constantly striving to do a better job every day. When it comes to the real estate world, the mortgage world, the title and escrow, the financing, it's got to be local because local people know what's going on. Brian, I know a, a gen who's trying to get a, uh, a deal done in a neighborhood where all of the homes look fantastic, but there's one home that has a problem, and that home is really driving down the market. Had some flooding issues from some plumbing that was installed incorrectly, and the home is still getting worked on. But when you look at comps for other properties there, uh, you know there's not just not that much, and it makes it difficult to be in that area. A local real estate agent uh, has talked to me about that property, and they know all the details about why that flooding happened. And it's not gonna happen again. It was uh, just a, a, a one workman defect that caused that. But if you are strictly looking at the internet and you look at that area, you're going to say, Just keep me out of there. There's flooding going on in that neighborhood. So knowing the right people to talk to is critical. Today on the studio, in the studio on our show, we have Brian Cushing. Brian is the sales manager and senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk about the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. So you can determine if buying a home now is the right thing for you. We'll be right back. Is it possible to prepare for the careers of tomorrow today? The answer is yes. Reno Technology Academy offers hands-on training in state-of-the-art tech labs. Earn certificates in computer and network technology, IoT, cybersecurity, software engineering, web development, fiber optics, and communication cabling. Movers, shakers, makers, and inventors are turning their technology passion into high-paying careers. Reno Technology Academy, 849-4983. RenoTechnology.academy. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. Uh, a lot of people have been in, they've been interviewing people in Reno, looking at homes in Reno. 
these are individuals that come from outside of the area and they're trying to get familiar with the different neighborhoods, the different sections of the Truckee Meadows. One gentleman that I've talked to, his name is Dan Ryder. He's the broker and owner of Nevada Home Connections. He's done a great job helping people learn about what communities look like in northern Nevada. Check out his website, relocatingtoreno.com, and you'll find tours, video tours, that are really descriptive of what's going on in the area. You can look at his map and find out uh, what Northwest looks like, what Old Southwest looks like, how different that is. Hey, maybe check out to see what's happening in the Washoe Valley area. If you like a little rural area, maybe some horse property, very cool to check that out. Visit relocatingtoreno.com and tell Dan Ryder hello from Peter. With me in the studio, I have Brian Cushing. Brian's a mortgage loan officer at Guild Mortgage. Brian, it wasn't that long ago, people were concerned that interest rates were going to take off big time again, you know, like they were in the 80s. Back then, I bought a home, my first home, with a mortgage rate of 12% on the first mortgage, 16 and a half on the second mortgage. And you know what? I was lucky. I was so happy to buy that house. I really didn't care about anything other than the fact that I actually could get in there. Of course, the home was priced quite a bit less. $60,000 at the time was a lot of money. I don't know that uh, anybody could afford to buy a house nowadays with the prices where they are if interest rates were up in the 12 and 16.5%. We're really in a fortunate place, really, when you think about it, look at it strictly from the interest rate level. Oh, yeah. We're in a, a great spot. And I, uh, I kind of kind this to where we are as an economy right now mm -hmm. is we're coming off of a 10-year slump. Interest rates have been really low for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I remember the, the choice when I first bought a house in 2005 uh, between a five-year arm and a 30-year fix. I got a 5.25% 5-1 arm, so I was only fixed for the first five years. Yeah. But the alternative was 6% for a fixed rate loan. So mm. there was a, it was a big swing. Yeah. Uh, and I remember that specifically because I had to make the decision and I had to talk to my girlfriend at the time whether, you know, why taking a five-year arm was really a good idea because she wasn't too uh, thrilled with that idea yeah. as opposed to a fixed rate. But to see fixed rates now well under 5% for a fixed rate, I mean, there's no sense in even doing these adjustable loans. Right. So now, you know, it's 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 all about a matter of perspective. So I think folks that are coming into the market right now, they hear that the rate's more than 3-point-something percent, and they think, oh, my gosh, rates are so high. Oh, yeah. Get close great. to 5%. I think yeah. we hit a little bit over 5% for a period of 2018. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, just most recently we got some <clears> – <throat> Welcome news, the Federal Reserve is going to take a break. So looks like uh, we don't have so much to worry about in the rising interest rate market. So hopefully that's going to give us a little boost in the real estate world. I, I would think so because there's so much to think about when it comes to real estate, you know, not only for the house, the location, uh, you know, any inspections, repairs. Uh, then, of course, you've got the financing. And, and when interest rates are moving and somebody's in the process of buying a home, I mean, uh, the difference – of rate from one day to another can can be dramatic when interest rates are moving and gyrating a half a percent, a quarter percent on a daily basis. And it's all about locking in at that right time. When there's stability in the mortgage rates and they're, they're just floating around the same level from day to day for a while, you can think about other things that are important like which house you want to buy, how much money do you want to have, uh, what are my finances going to look like after I purchase this home. Uh, it's uh, it's a relief not to have to worry about that. But we still have to be concerned about the price ranges of homes. Just recently, we got the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. In fact, they just came in today. And Brian, Perfect. you follow these stats pretty close yourself. I do. I actually just came from another meeting where we were talking about the, these numbers. Uh, so you were at a real estate office uh, making some presentations, talking about the mortgage world. Uh, share with some with us some of the things that we covered um uh, that relate to the pricing of homes in this area? Well, the thing that got me the most excited was uh, the, the number of listings coming on the market. So in March, it was 36.6%. So we'll call it 37% increase in the number of listings oh, that good. went on the market uh -huh. in March versus March of 2018. Mm. So we've had a really slow start as far as the number of sales. So I was looking at these numbers on, on the printout here about you know first quarter numbers because that's that's the good thing about the close of March is you get the first quarter but it's been a cold wet winter 
And it's no surprise that we're down in sales. Yeah, it was 1,129 sales of existing single-family homes in the first quarter. That's a 16% decrease from the prior year, 15% decrease from the prior quarter. I mean, it's looking like the first quarter of 2019, maybe the smallest quarter we've had in quite a while. Well, and I think prior to March, the number of listings that were coming available were, were down as well. So what I'm excited about is the number of listings coming on because I feel like there's a, a pent-up demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely – I feel that a lot of people are, are interested in buying. Uh, I think there's a lot of people interested in selling and maybe buying a, a different house or a bigger house or what have you mm-hmm. uh, as well. But there's been this nervousness because the sales numbers have been down. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the market going to turn for the worst? Yeah, and these the interest rate switch. You know, right right at the end of March when we got this news from the Federal Reserve, uh, that was hugely helpful to the outlook for the rest of the year in interest rates. Mm-hmm. And then to back it up with listings coming on the market in the month of March at a higher pace. The other big stat was only two months inventory. Yeah, right. So with more listings coming on the market, and you still only have two months inventory, it's a seller's market. It still is, any way you look at it, but. As we get more people realizing that it is a good time to sell, I mean, sellers have the same challenge that buyers do. If they sell their house, what are they going to do? Where are they going to move? Unless you're moving out of town or you're deciding that maybe you're at that age where you want to move into a retirement community or a senior community and the house is just too big. Unless you're dealing with that kind of a situation, there just aren't building enough houses, right, to make it, make it convenient for people. To find homes to buy. So when you find a time that there are more people interested in selling, that might be the better time to look for buying. I am looking at the pricing, the median home prices, in fact, for a single-family residence in Reno Sparks in the first quarter was $367,500. Now, I remember earlier in the in the last 12 months, it got up to about three eighty-five, so it's down a little bit. In fact, it's it's less than one percent down from last year. It's a decrease of two percent from the last quarter of 2019, 2019. But you know, the thing to think about is they're they're all relatively close. These numbers are real close to where they were during the course of the last twelve months. That says to me, Brian, that we may hit a we may be at a plateau of a sort where homeowners that are considering selling, thinking about selling, they might say to themselves, you know what, We're, we've been about the same for a year, so maybe this is the time to sell, which is great news for buyers, more homes available. $367,500, that's a lot of money. I mean, if you have to get a mortgage on that deal, you better be making pretty good money. In fact, a lot of people might think, that's too much money, maybe I shouldn't buy a house. But consider this, the median home price, of $367,500, that means that half the homes sold in the year sold for less than that. Half sold more. So if you think that price is too low, all you have to do is focus on the lower half of that. Brian, I've heard of homes selling recently in the 250, 275 price range for people who are looking for homes, first time homes, starter homes. They really are out there and I don't want people to get frightened, scared off, when they see a first-time home, or rather a, a median home price in Reno Sparks of $367,500. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, there are definitely homes selling for less than that. And that's that's the thing that uh, when, when these numbers do come out, a lot of people focus on what is that, that median. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's some mentally you want to be at that or above that, but the home's going to appreciate the same. Actually, I think you're going to get a better appreciation for buying a house that's below the median. In the lower end of the yeah. scale. Yeah. So you're going to have a better investment. Um, and some, something along those lines, uh, seeing we've got uh, folks that have been holding on to their homes for a number of years. I've had a lot of people that have bought, they've turned their house into a rental home. And mm. I think that's that's a, a good opportunity. But after a while, you keep a rental home for two, three years, and you get a hot water heater that breaks on the rental and all of a sudden, that extra income you were making, you have to drop a you know few hundred dollars into some cost to fix some things on the house. This might be that chance that puts you off, uh, gives you that opportunity to go ahead and not renew the lease coming up. Yeah. And maybe get some more homes on the market because those tend to be the ones below the median price, which are perfect for first-time homebuyers. Very nice. And, you know, as we go through life and if we've been investing in real estate for quite a while, maybe we have some rentals. 
but maybe we're getting tired of doing the repairs or dealing with the management. Uh, maybe you have a management company, maybe you don't, but it might be the time that you think that maybe you can put this behind you now, get the rental property behind you and invest your money in other ways that's more passive so that you don't have to do the physical work so much. There are a lot of opportunities to invest in real estate without actually owning the property, without actually having to take care of the property. Real estate investment trusts is one way. Uh, another way is you can buy notes, you can buy the paper on real estate. Uh, so many ways. Being a landlord is just one of those ways. Absolutely. But the good news is most millionaires still become millionaires in real estate. That's, That's right. Done, one way or the other. If we look at the numbers in just Reno Sparks for the month of March alone, we had 443 sales of existing single-family homes. Again, that's a decrease of 19% from the year prior, but it is an increase from the month prior. So although February was low, it, it really has picked up since then. We're up 23%. Part of it has to do, of course, Brian, March has 31 days and February only has 28 days. I think those three days has a little bit to do with it. I think it has a lot to do with it. There was a lot of... Uh, of uh, weekdays mm. in March. <laughs> yeah, and it it's cold. And it's cold, cold, cold in March. People are skiing more than uh, thinking about real estate, but regardless, um, it is going in the right direction. Median home price, single-family residence in Reno Sparks for March is 369000 That's a 2% increase from last year, a 1% increase from the previous month. All sales are for existing stick-built, Single-family dwellings only. They do not include condos, townhomes, manufactured, modular, or new construction. If you were looking at condos, they're going up substantially as well. Wow. Median home price in March, $247,715.50. That's a 7% increase from last year. Brian, I think I know what's happening. Condominiums are catching up with the rest of the market. Uh, when people can't... Again, to the home they want for the due to the median home price. They look at condos, but they're going up as well. Overall, I prefer to steer uh, the people that ask me about buying a home to a home itself because uh, those condo association dues can really add up. And many times, you might think you're getting a great deal at let's say two forty-seven, but when you factor in the condominium monthly HOA dues, you might be paying the same amount monthly as if you bought a $369,000 home. So it really depends on the kind of lifestyle you want. But the good news is I do think that things are plateauing off a bit. I think if you're still serious about buying a home, you're still in a good spot. And if you're looking to sell a home, I think this is an indicator. This is a great time to sell a home. I'm continuing my conversation with Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage and our conversation about the real estate numbers in Northern Nevada after this quick message. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer Screening Products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. Things are just buzzing around here. In fact, I've got my beehive socks on right now. Brian, you know I'm a beekeeper. I did. I've talked about it often. I'm a member of the Mason Valley Beekeepers from Yarrington, Nevada. It's in the heart of Lyon County. A beautiful trip when I go out to visit in Yarrington, a one hour drive from Reno using the USA Parkway. It's a really delightful place to visit too. There are so many cultural things to do in Yarrington that many people don't know about. One of them is the Jeannie Deeney Cultural Center. It's right in downtown Yarrington. And I've been to some outstanding music and entertaining performances there at the Jeannie Deeney Cultural Center. It was the original elementary school in Yarrington in the early 1900s. And uh, it's a delightful place to visit now. They've got a great restaurant, uh, bar, meeting rooms. Place is called the Speakeasy Restaurant and they have some outstanding features there along with the entertainment that plays there. Most recently on St. Patty's Day weekend, I traveled to Yarrington to listen to a group called the Men of Worth. Two gents travel the world once from Ireland, once from Scotland, they played the most enchanting and delightful Celtic music you can ever imagine. A variety of guitars, mandolins, concertinas, drums. I mean, it was really a fantastic event. And uh, it, was, it was just like I say, one of the most delightful things. The food they served there was great too. Bangers and mash, typical 
St. Patty's Day Fair, and it was a, a great place to be. Regardless, I encourage you to consider becoming a beekeeper with the Mason Valley Beekeepers. Find out all about the organization and what it takes to get started. Visit the website, masonvalleybeekeepers.org, and tell them Peter sent you. You're going to get information there about the recent Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It was held in February, and, you know, it's a great learning experience, an experience where you can find out more about bees and the benefits. With me in the studio, Brian Cushing. Brian is a senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage. Brian, how long have you been doing this kind of work? Oh, I've been at it for 15 years. 15 years. Wow. wow. Sounded like a great idea in 2003, and then by it 2006, was, I was second-guessing myself. Well, yeah, everybody did. In fact, I did second-guess myself, but I toughed it out. I was in the business for over 10 years. I really loved the final result, right, when you put it all together, because a lot of people have challenges to get a mortgage, and I know in your world, like it was in mine, you have to help people straighten out a few things, and when it happens, it truly is like magic, isn't it? Oh, it's, it is. And what's exciting now, I'm at a point where I've got a lot of repeat folks that come back for advice. And, you know, we, we put them on the right track. I taught them, you know, some things to work on with their credit to put them in the best position long term. Uh -huh. And when those people come back and I get to see their credit scores well over 700, when I remember the first loan that I got them, they barely had a 600 credit score. Right. Feels good. You know, it's so funny you talk about credit scores because I was watching a um, TV commercial the other night. I was watching some late night TV. And this credit score company, this free credit score company, uh, they, of course, are talking about coming to our website, visit our career, and it says, and come and boost your credit score with one easy click. And I'm thinking, boost your credit score with one easy click? I think I'm dreaming because I know it's not that easy to boost your credit score. You've got to do things like pay your bill down or pay bad debts or I mean there's just so many things Ryan can that be real boost your credit score with one click I don't know about that but I know anytime somebody tells me <laughs> something's free I have to think twice <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh, again you have to deal with somebody local now I want to remind our listeners we've talked about this before but when you do get a free credit report from anybody that credit report is not not a credit report that can help you get a mortgage you need a mortgage credit report. It's a whole different thing. And that's why I'm troubled by these free credit reports, Brian, because the implication is there that if you get a free credit report from us and you know your score, you can go shopping for a home. They don't say that. I know they don't say that because that would be lying. But the implication is there that that's all you have to do. Explain the difference between your credit reports, a mortgage credit report, and a free credit report you can get on the Internet. Absolutely. Well, I mean... If you have a credit card, most likely you get a copy of your credit score. Mm -hmm. I've noted I've got three different credit cards that all give me one of my quote unquote free scores. Okay. Um, so what it comes out to is the credit agencies, they have, I don't know exactly the number, I'm guessing they have five to 10 different versions of your score, mm -hmm. depending on who's asking. <laughs> right. So, well, they're gonna give the car company, if you're a car dealer, you're looking for different information on a credit report than you are when you're looking at a mortgage or if you're going to open up a credit card, they're looking at more of your history on your credit card payments. That's how they're going to focus uh, on their decision to give you financing. Car, same way. You default on a car loan. They're more worried about that mm -hmm. than they are you know, on other features or factors. Mm -hmm. uh, so on the mortgage side, you know, probably the most in-depth credit report out there, uh, it's the version that we're pulling from the credit agencies is way different than the one on the free credit report. But uh, to give them a little bit of credit, people that at least use those those services have an idea of what their credit looks like. Mm -hmm. they, they've taken some ownership to it. So I actually mm -hmm. encourage a lot of times I'll meet with folks and we'll, we'll put a credit plan together and I'll have them sign up for one of those services and they can actually track. And if they pay off their credit card, the thing will notify them that their score changed. Well, the score changed because they paid off the credit card, but it... It took 30 days to show up and they can tell me when it's updated mm -hmm. so I can re-review this report if we need to take that next step. Um, and, and sometimes it's the difference between having a higher credit score uh, to be able to open up different program options or down payment assistance and the like. And let's face it, anybody that talks about their credit score or checks their free credit score, they're more aware of their business activities, their finances, their spending. And even though that credit score might not be right, uh, at least it gives you a general idea, right? It's a ballpark area. 
but it is important to know if you're actually going to get a mortgage, you've got to get a mortgage credit report. And that you can only get from a qualified licensed mortgage lender like Brian Cushing. Brian, when you guys order a mortgage credit report, um, I would imagine that uh, rather than deciding whether you're going to go with Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, or Joe's Credit Reporting Service, uh, you look at multiple ones. Well, there's three, and we don't mix or mingle them. We just take the median score. So if you have one of your scores says 700, one of them says 720, and one of them says 699, the 700 score is the median score. The middle one. Yeah. yeah, we don't average them or anything like that. Oh, so, so TransUnion might have misinformation, and they might show your score at 600. Mm -hmm. And Experian and Equifax m might have the accurate information, and they've got your score higher. So by taking the median, we don't have that lower score that could have erroneous information on it. That, that gets uh, pulled out of it. Mm -hmm. But if you have two of the three or three of the three that have misinformation, you, you need to be paying attention to that. And you can fix it. It just takes time. It does. You don't want to wait until you're about ready to close on a real estate deal. Yeah, or, do that ahead of time. Well, you're sitting at your open house. You walk into an open house. You're like, oh, this house is beautiful. I haven't thought about buying a house until today. How about I buy this one? And then by Monday, you find out your credit score has got a ding on it because of a medical bill that you had no idea even, you know, is out against your name because three years ago you moved and they didn't mail it to the new address. Yeah. Happens every day. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. The key is to get started well in advance from your plan to buy a home so that you can make sure everything is lined up and talking to your mortgage lender first. It's a great idea because you've got to know where you stand credit-wise, uh, record-wise, because those are the kind of things that can kill a deal at the last minute. Get your credit report in order well in advance of buying a home. We're talking about the price differences, too with Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage. When you look at Reno Sparks versus, well, let's say Fernley. If we look at the Fernley numbers from this Reno Sparks Association of Realtors first quarter report, it says that Fernley had 114 sales of existing single family homes. So right away, Brian, you know, Fernley's not a big community if it only sold 114 homes in the first quarter. What is that, maybe about 35 homes per month, maybe one a day. So that's not a lot of homes. It tells you it's a smaller community. But if you're one of the persons that bought one of those homes, you're darn lucky and happy because I think Fernley is a very, very cool place. Uh, it's like living in Reno, only kind of like in the outskirts. It was a 20%, 26% decrease from the same time last year as far as those number of homes sold, but it is a 15% decrease also from the prior quarter. The median sales price in Fernley during February for the, I'm sorry, during the first quarter uh, was $260,250. Again, you compare that to Reno and Sparks, $369,000. That's about a $110,000 difference. Again, Brian, that buys a lot of gas to drive back and forth from Fernley. It's about a half hour drive. That sure does buy a lot of gas. Thank goodness the gas prices aren't any higher. Uh, I, was, I was also noticing that the, uh, I mean, if you compare the price in Fernley, the median price versus some of these townhomes or condos, uh, I mean, it's not much of a difference in price, but you know, I guess it turns into like, you know, Fernley, you're going to get a little land. I think you're getting a lot more than you would in Reno, Yeah. Uh, for, especially for that price versus a condo where you, you got a neighbor on either wall. Right. And so if you uh, if you have a family and you want a little room to stretch out, Fernley might be the place to go. Young, single guy like I was when I first moved to northern Nevada, condo might be just right for me and I'm very happy there, even though it cost me about as much as a home in Fernley. Again, home sales happen when the time is right for the home buyer. And I think more and more people are finding times uh, nowadays as it being a good time to buy a home. A lot of uh, energy in northern Nevada, technology moving into our state, and people have prosperity on their mind. What a better place to think about prosperity than in beautiful northern Nevada. And Brian, people are coming in from all parts of the country and discovering us. Isn't it exciting to know that we're in the right place? No, it's great. I, I, I moved from outside the area, and when I tell people where I live and then tell them about the you know, what we have here, they don't believe it. Yeah. And if I can just get them to come out and 
see it, then I can talk them into moving here too. Oh yeah, it's just beautiful. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up, I want to remind people that downtown Reno has some beautiful things going on this spring and summer. The uh, whitewater rafting, the kayaking contest is going to be taking place. Lots of great uh, events at the park and theater uh, just off of Arlington Avenue and First Street. I love going to walk across the new bridge, Brian, on Virginia. It's a very cool, oh, kind of like an Art Deco look, you know, all around you with the post office there on the corner. Uh, we've had some great times there, and I think Reno has a lot of great offerings that most people across the country don't think about. We still have a little bit of a shady reputation in some parts of the country, but to me that's okay, Brian, because it keeps the riffraff out. I can be happy here with all my friends, family members. I'm glad you're here, too. I enjoy it a lot. Any final thoughts for our listeners if they're thinking about taking some action, getting into real estate this spring? Yeah, well, take action sooner rather than later. I think that's, uh, we don't know what's going to happen with interest rates, but I, I am feeling really positive that the the dip we've had in interest rates can be sustained for uh, hopefully the summer. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing six months is kind of our window before we start seeing much change. Uh, so it's a good opportunity to get out there and find the right house. You don't have to be overly rushed because the rates aren't you know, going up a percent every week or anything like that. Um, so and it's, a, it's a good time to take advantage of that. And uh, with more listings coming on the market, there'll be a lot more to choose from. I'm at your website. Brian, I want to read one of the testimonials that I see there from one of your clients. It says, Brian is very knowledgeable and professional. He walked me through the multiple loan options and helped me pick the correct one for my situation. My first time home buying experience was seamless, thanks to Brian and the Guild staff that helped throughout the entire process. That was Rachel S. who wrote that testimonial for you. It's great to know that, uh, that people are willing to share their experience, Brian, and that it's all good at Guild Mortgage. I want to thank you for being with us today. Yeah, I always love being on the show. Thank you. Very good. We'll look forward to seeing you on our next visit. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter Padilla, your host here at Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're in our 14th year of weekly broadcasts. 1180 AM radio is the dial. Tell your friends and family to tune in next week with us too so they can make a great deal and a great decision about real estate and real estate for investors. Until then, have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Goodbye. everybody. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.